welcome back to another episode of Fill Your Soul. My name is Paige. I'm Kira. And I'm Shan. And today we will be talking about meeting people. So we have gotten a ton of questions on when you're traveling, when you go somewhere new and out of your comfort zone, how do you meet people that were once strangers and really build community and turn them into close friends so that your travels are more rewarding and fulfilling and it's not like you get lonely along the way. So we have some tips for you guys. Obviously, this doesn't work for everyone, but this is what has worked well for us so far. And it all starts with really just stepping outside of your comfort zone and We have met amazing people along the way from everywhere that we have gone that really has transformed our plans. Um, And that really starts with Shan. I mean, Kira and I went to Hawaii and we met Shan and she was a stranger. And now look at us here making the podcast, traveling together. So people really, really can change your whole experience. So that is what this episode is all about. So first and foremost, we can get into location of where you stay so we can talk about how we choose the spot and how that impacts who we meet so do you guys want to talk about how we've chose spots and selena in particular and explain a bit about what selena is to our listeners yeah for sure okay so selena is a hostel but it's kind of based around um working remote and it kind of does a lot more of like remote culture and you get a lot of digital nomads there so with working, we wanted to stay near that kind of community. So one thing that's cool about Selena's is they're all around the world, but they, they are placed in like the hot spot. So if you know, if you see a Selena in like a town that you're going to live, that's a great place to live. And like hostels in general, hostels are placed in like hot spot cities or like really like safe neighborhoods or like neighborhoods with going on, go, a lot going on because they're cheaper and affordable options too. So then like they're going to be in walking distance to places or like have a lot of activities to go on and like hostels have like a lot of like events and activities and like you can even visit them if you're not like staying at one and we did that a lot and met a lot of really cool people that way. Yeah I feel like that's one of my favorite things about them is that you don't have to be staying at them to kind of like take advantage of what they offer like the ones in Mexico and stuff like they would host like night parties like they would get live music or like one thing is like they always had really reliable wi-fi so even just like going to work there for the day and just like being able to meet other people your age who are kind of doing the same thing it's just like a nice spot to just know you have like no matter where you are because they are everywhere mm-hmm. yeah that's true I I think we pretty much stayed near a Selena every place that we went and always checked out different ones and they all have their own vibe but normally there's people working during the day and at night there's a bar at every single Selena a pool um somewhere near the beach and it's a really great spot to meet others and it's more welcoming and you know that everyone's staying there pretty much is on the same page of interested in meeting new people and it's cool because it's kind of like a melting pot of people from all over the world so it's really nice you can meet people from all over in that one place so that's our first tip is either stay at a hostel if you're interested in like budget traveling or stay near one so that you can go like take advantage of the resources and community spots that they have for you there 
Uh, and then the other one that is kind of controversial, but we've actually had a ton of success with is dating apps. So um, yeah, I personally use Bumble and Hinge and not necessarily in the pursuit of dating. Um, that would not work when we're like short term, quick turnaround traveling. So we've used it just to meet people. Um, and I've used Bumble BFF, which is a different platform or it's on the same platform but a different setting on Bumble uh to meet friends so I know that I used that in all different places that I was in as well yeah I have definitely used dating apps and I've used them to make friends and I would just be like I don't know it's hard to meet people and that way you people who are your age traveling and then you can kind of see like more more options out there so actually funny story, me and Paige both matched with someone on Hinge and they invited us to a party. And then I saw Paige and Kira at dinner and we were talking and it just came up that we both were planning on going to this party. And we were like, well, why don't we go together? So we ended up going and praying together and going to this party together. Um, so thank you Hinge boys for bringing this <laughs> friendship to together and blossoming this. Exactly. Um, we thank you. <laughs> we thank you when we don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> thank you for hosting us and giving us an opportunity to hang out. That but it's kind of cool. Like we had this event to go together and then it made us like hang out and gave us an opportunity to hang out. So it's kind of cool. So I know like who knows if we would have like seen each other again and even became such good friends if like it wasn't for that. You never know. If it wasn't for our hinge boys. Exactly. I know. <laughs> so I know, you can I remember dating when... apps. For different things i remember when we first got to hawaii and Paige brought up bumble bff i was like really like you think that's <laughs> gonna work because i honestly didn't even know bumble bff was a thing until you brought it up but yeah we met like a couple people from there it was awesome it was like fun little we actually met up with some different people and then shan used bumble bff too so i remember mm -hmm. we had ones and then me and kira were on bumble bff like swiping again and i was like oh it's the Canadian girl we met with Canadian Sharon <laughs> so we really had yeah. the friendship on Bumble BFF is what happened <laughs> we did I was like I know you we went to a, a party together from Hinge Boys yeah. From, also, yeah it's also so crazy too how from using dating apps how you like start to recognize people from them or people recognize you mm -hmm. like yes it happened to you like a few times I remember where people just be like not to be weird but like I've seen you on my dating app and like it just kind of sparks conversation and we actually made like a decent amount of friends that way yeah it's yeah it's like so makes true. It more common ground so mm -hmm. I don't know something about your face Shan I feel like was super memorable because oh yeah like a group of guys looking at us and they're like oh crap I definitely <laughs> definitely yeah familiar from from our match or they'd be like we messaged you and you didn't answer <laughs> which is just yeah. like an awkward start but <laughs> no well, yeah I can start talking no it's I don't know I guess I do have a familiar face because it actually happened to me a couple of times people be like Chantel and I'd be like there's not many Chantels out there <laughs> um but it's a great conversation starter so it's honestly kind of great it's a great way to kind of get your face out there and like kind of like just like mix in the community a little bit yeah and I that happened to me as well and we can segue into that happened Kira and I were at the gym in Mexico and that happened somebody recognized um us from Bumble so 
if they see your face on an app, they're more likely to say hi in person. It feels like a bit of like a warmer introduction. So mm-hmm. we ended up meeting these guys at the gym that we're now really great friends with. And I also went through this phase of really making my intentions clear that I made a group chat right away that well, I'm using the, the app for friendship building. So I would always put me, Shannon, Kira in a group chat with like whatever guy that I met. And then I'd be like, add your guy friends. And we've made a ton of close friends that we all would end up hanging out that night. Um, all of us, of group chats. we had a lot of group chats, but that's another suggestion is you can get someone's phone number or you can get someone's Instagram. And I think all three of us really got into the habit of just adding people. Cause then you can put a face to the name and message them through Instagram and then keep up to date of like where they go the next day if they're doing an activity and you can join in and the travel circle is small so even now I see people that we're friends with and they post stories and they're going to destinations that we're planning on going to so Instagram um, adding people on there once you meet them you can stay in touch and keep chatting that way as well. Yeah, it's definitely helpful because you meet so many people. It's put a name to the face. Like if someone texted me, hey, it's Brad, I'd be like, Brad who? Like, but if you have a photo on Instagram to put it together, then it just like kind of makes you feel more connected and personable with someone. Yeah. And the other thing is that people use WhatsApp a lot too in a different country because some people don't have just like phones to text on. So Instagram, if you don't have WhatsApp or you don't want to use WhatsApp, you can talk to people from other countries easier than just texting with them. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something. And the group chats on Instagram. And then the other thing is that when you do research on a place, I know when we were researching Tulum, one of our close friends that we met, we actually found her first through Instagram. So Kira messaged her beforehand and then we met up with her in person. Um, And that's happened a couple other times is just recognizing people from social media and being able to introduce yourselves with that like common ground um and we're still close with a lot of people we've met that way so social media for us traveling has been like a really great way to meet people yeah Yeah. definitely and I feel like too um we definitely try to put ourselves out there and kind of like find certain events for like people our age like depending on the area where we were in or just like spots where we knew younger people were going to be hanging out like Hawaii say go to the beach you know there's going to be a bunch of surfers or like if you go on a hike or they actually one of our favorite things to do was taco tuesday every tuesday they had live Mm -hmm. music and it was all like the kids our age from the area and they had like amazing tacos but just like little things like that where you're kind of just like putting yourself in a situation to either see a familiar face or just like start a conversation with anyone like even we would even just start talking to people like in line waiting for tacos like you just never know who you're like going to be next to Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing overall with meeting people, whether or not you're traveling or not, is putting yourself out there. And if you guys listened to the first episode, I said that there, but if you're interested in meeting someone, chances are they're interested in meeting you as well. And that's something I always keep in the back of my head because people get shy or nervous or are worried what the other person will think, but they're probably interested in meeting you as well, especially people traveling. No one there's very few people traveling who have no intentions of meeting new people. So we'll yeah, mind. like Paige, I remember our first time we met in Hawaii, Paige like struck up the conversation just at an acai bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember he said, he's like, I wanted to meet you guys, but like, I never would have said anything 
And so he's like, I'm happy that you did. Exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. I also think too, um, it took me a bit to get used to meeting people because I went to university and then you, you, I had my friends from university for four years Mm -hmm. and then COVID happened. And I was like thinking to myself and I was like, I can't remember the last time I had to make a friend. And like, I, it just, you're so used to, because you have these friends that you've had for such a long time. And you're like, I don't even remember how to make a new friend. So it's kind of like a new adjustment period, especially after COVID. It's like, how do I even start a conversation with a stranger? So Mm -hmm. you have to like really put yourself out of your comfort zone. I will say too, and if you're listening and you're in a spot, your hometown still or somewhere you're comfortable and you haven't traveled because you're scared of meeting people and the fear of not being able to, I personally, you guys can talk on if you feel the same, but I actually feel like it's easier for me to meet people traveling Mm -hmm. than when I'm home in Boston and I go out in Boston. I actually find that I've been able to meet more people and feel more comfortable meeting people from other countries and places during my travels than when I just go out on like a Friday night in Boston. Do you guys feel the same or no? Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same. I feel like when you're traveling, you're with people in this really small group and it's like all really like-minded people. It's just really easy to connect with people. It's just like you connect with people really quick. And there's just something about like being in a different place in like a different country. It's like worst case scenario, you have a conversation with someone, it goes bad. Odds are like you probably are never going to see them again, like in your whole life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It kind of just gives you the boost to just like, you might as well just shoot your shot because- yeah I also think it's kind of a nice feeling that nobody knows anything about you Mm -hmm. and um I Paige I think this was you and you were like I think it'd be fun to solo travel because you could just literally put anything together and put any act together and like put any personality on yeah and it's kind of fun like I don't know like you meet someone didn't you guys do that (laughs) yes and it worked Uh out terribly wait Shan I think had to like pretend she was or were you a guitarist or an, or an opera singer? No, I said I was a violinist and I don't know anything about music. And then I also said I spoke French and I, I don't speak French. I should, I'm Canadian. And you know what? A lot of people tested me and asked me a lot of questions. And I saw them multiple times after and I had to put this act together for like a month. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, but it's sometimes the thrill of it. Like no one actually knows who you are, so... If you're interested in just like, I don't know, changing up your personality or you feel stuck in your ways, travel can really give you that outlet to like be more outgoing or try different approaches of meeting people that you really haven't done because no one has any expectations for you, which is a really exciting part of travel. Um, and you can create a new identity of a violinist. <laughs> yeah, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll play it for you one time at the next episode we can have a we can have a, get, a special episode designated to sham playing the violin yeah just classical music just playing on repeat <laughs> before you go to bed that's gonna be the last episode so you have to keep listening until you <laughs> yeah it's so, really good but also just overall concept of meeting people is I think people overcomplicate it and really how to find people like-minded that you click with is going to places where you are interested in. So I think um, for us, a big thing was just finding what we were passionate about. And luckily that's how we all got close is that we have really similar interests and passions. And we did that 
every single day we went to places that we were interested in we did activities we liked and that really brought us similar people to be friends with so we had we all really like working out and going to the gym and that's important to us and we're actually going to have an episode on health and wellness and fitness and how that really has stayed within our routine traveling it's not easy but we have um and we have also met quite a few people through the gym and workout classes along our travels um, of people with that same interest. So how do you guys want to talk a bit about like the workout classes we would do or just other hiking activities of where we've met people and how that kind of transpired? Yeah, I think a lot of the workout classes, um, I don't know, you kind of feel like once you um, finish one, it's just kind of like you're all there. It's a lot easier to talk to people. You're all doing an activity you like. Like we did um, cycling in Tulum and it was like so beautiful and we all felt like on such a high because we were like biking and cycling and the view was the ocean. So you're meeting people and usually after people work out, they're in a great mood and you know, they have energy. So it's kind of like a great way to like segue and meet people. I feel like workout classes and like hiking and daytime activities are so nice too, because say you're done with a workout class, like odds are it's kind of more so in the morning and then you get like talking with people and it'll be 10 a.m. and you can kind of figure out like oh like what are you doing the rest of the day and like can keep a genuine connection going like to do another activity following that whereas that can be like kind of harder as when you meet people at the bar Mm -hmm. kind of not not that it's not a genuine connection but it's like I don't know like you're drinking like you may get like really really chatty but then like the next day like they're just like gone and like the connection's kind of not there as strong as like I don't know I feel like we always made like the strongest connections meeting people like on hikes or like like we were saying like workout classes and just like day-to-day activities like that yeah I think it's easy to get sucked into like partying and going out because that's something we're comfortable with after I've had a couple more glasses of wine I somehow become even chattier (laughs) um but it's almost like you get to have more like Kira said meaningful connections and conversations like you meet so many people at the bar but you're like there's loud music you can barely hear anything it's crowded and like sweaty so it's kind of like you're not even be able being able to talk like I feel like I'm repeating my name like six times <laughs> so it's kind of nice to also meet people like mm-hmm. in a casual setting and like being able to like actually have interesting conversations and being able to remember their name because you haven't just like been drinking all night so it's kind of like it, you want a good mix and a balance of both that was hard I feel like when we were in Tulum because Tulum is just like such like a hot party spot that like I feel like normally you kind of like go to Tulum like you go to Miami like you go for a week and you kind of just like are non-stop for a week but like when we were living in Tulum like we had to kind of find the balance between like doing day-to-day activities like meeting people working out like staying in like a routine and then like also not like getting too carried away with like the drinking culture like going out at night and stuff like that Hmm. that's such a good point and I think too like thinking about how much money you're potentially spending on alcohol places that for us it was more important we all or Kira and I went skydiving and that was really expensive and then we did some other like surf lessons that are expensive mm-hmm. and different things that we really all talked about like what do we want to spend our money on? And we could spend $350 skydiving or we could go out two nights and spend all on shots mm-hmm. and drinks. So be mindful of like, if that is important to you, but also if you're traveling and long-term traveling, if you save your money and don't necessarily drink all the time, 
you can be spending that on something else. And I think that is really important to reflect on so that you can stay traveling for longer. And that's another way that we were able to like afford um, not coming home necessarily right away because mm-hmm. we had different um, kind of interests in terms of the nightlife and doing more free activities during the day. Yeah. And odds are there's like so many other cool things to do where you are than you know, which I feel like one thing like we love to do is like meeting the locals, getting to know them and kind of figuring out like their favorite spots around. And honestly, everyone we met, like everywhere we went, they were so genuine and nice and like so eager to show us like all these amazing spots everywhere we went that that just kind of like more activities um, into your travels as well. Yeah, I think that's important to also know like the culture of places you're going and getting to like when you hang out with a local, you're like, they're telling you what certain things mean or certain activities and why they're doing them. So it kind of makes you feel a lot more connected to where you are. Mm-hmm. And it can also help you from like not doing just like the basic tourist activity that you're going to spend like 500, like a bunch of money on when you like you don't need to, you know, like mm-hmm. you think you have to do like a really crazy tour, but they're like, no, you can just go and do it yourself type of situation. Yeah, which I we actually thought and talked a lot about in Costa Rica because there was a lot of packages. Mm-hmm. So we all were like, do we want to spend money on this package or do we want to spend money on getting a car and then we just go do it ourselves? <laughs> which is yeah. something that we did. The way to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I don't know if that's common or not, but I, we had success with it. Like just basically doing everything on the tour. We just like drove and went and did it ourselves, which that's something to consider too. And if you feel safe and comfortable and are with like more than just yourself, I think it's easier to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially being somewhere for like a longer period of time where you don't have to kind of cram in as much things as possible into one day, it's more flexible. Yeah. And to like doing those free activities, we talked about the beach, we talked about hiking and stuff, but even like local spots, like we had really great connections and conversations with locals and there are certain areas that they go to and sometimes the paid activities are like tourist hubs and we have met a lot of people who were also tourists and traveling but I think something that makes travel more rewarding and interesting is meeting like locals and not necessarily all tourists so um, there are certain areas and local spots that we were able to meet people all in our travels uh, and that is just going to like areas that they go to. I feel like a place we always were meeting people was coffee shops. Like we lived in cafes. I remember <laughs> yeah. in Costa Rica one day we were sitting at a cafe at noon and we were like, this is the fourth cafe we've been to today. <laughs> like we'd go to one, get a coffee, go to one, like get a muffin, like yeah. just cafe we hop. Ca- yeah, we would cafe hop and not bar hop. Yeah, yeah. cafe hop over bar hop every day I think that should be normalized because you're meeting people sober and you're meeting locals because no tourists typically own cafes and then you can ask people about questions and it's over like a cup of coffee which is often Mm -hmm. less expensive and more like authentic authentic to the country than like uh, alcohol or type of drink and stuff like that so one of our really great friends um who will be a guest on our episode was actually the owner of a cafe in Costa Rica and he will be on talking about his experience opening up the cafe in Costa Rica so stay tuned for that episode we're really excited to have him on and 
we actually are planning on crossing paths in our future travel plans with him as well uh, since he recently left Costa Rica and he's continuing traveling so stay tuned to listen to his story on starting a cafe and how he's met people like us in the cafe um, and just tips on meeting people in community building while traveling um, so yeah those are just some pieces of advice on places to go in terms of meeting people and then in terms of getting deeper friendships and connections with people other than location, something that we all have kind of a natural skill and interest in is being um, open-minded to meeting new people. And I think that's something that is not natural for everyone um, and that's okay, but we'll share kind of some advice on connecting with people and asking questions and being like genuinely interested um so what would you guys just some stories or your take on just asking questions being outgoing and like listening to people that you really don't know yet and then how that turned into like friendships yeah I think honestly one thing is people know if you're want to be approached or not so being approachable is the number one thing like if you're looking miserable or you're have like a resting me mug face like no one's gonna approach you so I think something like you have to be open to people approaching you and another thing is just being like really friendly and if someone asks you a question or comes up to you just be like open to the conversation and I think too like if you're engaged in the conversation and asking people questions about themselves and being interested in what they're saying and listening and like asking questions based off their answers you would have a really good flow of conversation like everyone loves to talk about themselves and everyone loves to be heard so if you do that like you're gonna have a mean meaningful like conversation or like connection with someone yeah I agree and also on kind of like the opposite spectrum it is so amazing like meeting so many people every day while you're traveling but like you kind of also need to realize within yourself like your social battery like does get drained as you travel like you're constantly meeting new people every day and like we would like realize sometimes like, oh, we just need kind of a night to just like chill, regroup and just because traveling can be exhausting when you're meeting new people every day because it's, yeah, it's just like a lot. So kind of like taking the time to recharge is honestly so important so that then the next day when you do go out and you meet new people again, you can be like as interested in meeting them as possible. Yeah, like the balance between that and knowing yourself and it comes with time too that you don't want to kind of burn the candle from both ends like you're working you're traveling you're doing a lot of new activity which is draining in and of itself, even if it's like positive conversations and new friendships sometimes just the sheer number of people you meet is a lot so make Mm -hmm. sure you take time for yourself and recharge, especially if you're traveling long term um you really have to make sure you're taking time for yourself yeah and I think one thing that comes with that is travel guilt sometimes you feel that you need to always be doing something or that like you can't just be having a night and watching Netflix and that's not the case like sometimes you just like again need to recharge but like travel guilt is such a thing like I'd be like oh I'm in like Costa Rica or Hawaii and I like I can't be just like relaxing and chilling a day but like you need those days. So I think that's especially also when important. Especially when it's sunny every single day somewhere. Like for me, mm-hmm. if the sun is shining, I'm like, I need to be outside doing everything possible. Yes. Yes. That is, that's so important. 
That's such a good point. And I think for us, I mean, it's called fill your soul. So everywhere we've been has been somewhere warm. And like you said, Kira, like this, if the sun is out, like I feel like I have to be out or it's wasted. So that is something that we definitely had to adjust to is like being okay with some days of not doing anything because we were traveling long-term. It's not like we're there for a week and we have to go all out and do everything that can actually have the opposite effect and like burn us out and make us less interested in me- meeting people. Um, and back to your point, when you were talking, Shan, about like asking questions, I love the quote, um, be more interested than interesting and being more interested and open-minded and actually listening to people and understanding where they're from, their culture, why they're traveling has really led us to some deep connections and connections that are not necessarily like a surface level conversation. Um, And we've learned that really like learning more about people other than necessarily like oversharing and has made us like closer with some people. And you uh, like I know what's important to you Shan is like remembering details about certain people and I think that's something that like we have gotten better at traveling too yeah I think it is it's something a lot of people don't have a good skill of like remembering names or remembering like little details about people but when like you notice those like if someone remembers my name and we just talked like I think it's like a really important thing and a lot of people feel like really heard or like that you actually listen. So like rep- like repeating facts or like names, I think that's really important. And like, it's also like a really great, like even a business skill to have, which if you're traveling or meeting a lot of people, you should definitely practice that. Yeah, it's honestly so cool because all the guests that we're going to be having in the future on the podcast, um, they're all from meeting people and we've met them all in different ways our guest actually our first guest Jack who I actually didn't get the opportunity to meet so I'm so excited to meet him because I headed home at that point but um Paige and Shan if you guys want to like talk about kind of how you met him and just segue into what we're going to be hearing the next episode yeah so Jack so we all we talked about places that we've met um people and for us we're all really big beach people so we'll be there during the day um, after work and then catch the sunset and I think we made it a goal of ours to catch these insane sunsets in Hawaii and Costa Rica and for um for us Shannon and I we spent every night in Santa Teresa Costa Rica watching the sunset and it was our I think it was our last night um in mm-hmm. Costa Rica we were watching the sunset at a spot that we hadn't so we happened to just end up there and met Jack and I don't even he approached us I think right Chan but we were interested in him he came over yeah actually I think me and you were taking photos because we were in Santa Cruz and we were like we have no photos together and we just took them in the middle of the beach and we were like we don't care we don't know any of these people and as we were walking away I think Jack said yeah and Jack was like how'd your photos turn out or something like that Yes, and it was with the self timer on. Yeah, it was with like my tripod or something. What pictures you're talking about? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was with her tripod, and then he talked to us, and we hung out for like five hours straight. We had like super deep conversations, and he will be our guest speaker next episode. So tune in to meet Jack. He is an amazing human. Um, we met him at the sunset. He has a really cool background. Uh, he was in Costa Rica for that trip on his yoga meditation, like breathwork retreat. 
also we really connected and chatted a lot about his experience with yoga meditation and he shared that he is a life coach so it was a really great conversation we're really excited to have all of you guys meet him he'll talk about his experience and his career he works within sales um but he also is a life coach um and that is something that we're excited to have him share about his background and kind of do like a life coach session for all of you too, who I think it will be super impactful for all of you in your 20s, still figuring it out. Uh, or if you're not in your 20s, uh, everyone could benefit from a life coach or just a great friend like Jack. So really excited to have him next episode. Um, and we will wrap it up there. Is there anything else you guys would add in or just excited for Jack next episode? No, I think that's everything I can touch on. And I'm just excited for everyone to meet Jack and to hear him and get to talk to him again. I know. I'm so excited to meet him. I know. The great thing about Jack, too, is that, like we were saying, he's a great listener. And that's something we really value in meeting new people. And I feel like he knows Kira just as well as he knows us, just from us talking about Kira and our travel story. So I'm really excited for the next episode and for all of you to meet him. So we will see you all next week and you can go ahead and follow us on fill your soul on Instagram. And again, send us any questions or episode suggestions that you guys have in mind. See you next week.